I'm excited to play more. What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Mic check. Okay. Welcome back. Yeah, Luke, your mic is incredibly far away from you. That that might be a good thing, though. Tonight it might be a good thing. We have a lot to talk about tonight. I'm excited. I'm I'm hyped. Um, let's just jump right in. Well, but first off, welcome back to another episode of the Fanboy Show. I'm Brett. This is Tyler. That's Luke. I'm Whoa. Tyler. I'm waving aggressively. I'm waving non-aggressively. Subtly. Luke's less of a wave and more of a gimp. Hey. Could be. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What'd you Anyways. Call me? <laughs> <laughs> Probably something offensive, and I am terribly sorry. Are you, though? Not to Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we jump into our, you know, reviews and news stories tonight, we are going to talk about some new trailers. The, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's no coincidence that after we talked about, you know, we kind of we kind of mocked the uh, last and best uh, SAG strike deal. We were like, there's no way that this is like the studio's last best offer. Um, go there, you go. They accepted it. And, <laughs> like the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, woke up in the morning and it was like it's over it's fine <laughs> Kevin Bacon was posting his his dance from Footloose on Instagram it was getting rowdy it was great so in in honor of that all the studios then decided to push out just a crap ton of trailers um, I think it was one of those things where it's like okay we can talk about things mm-hmm. we're we, we can make it happen so I think the coolest thing too though to to add on to yeah. that sorry is like no. seeing all the actors oh, finally yeah, yeah, getting yeah. to post about the stuff they've been doing doing um, or like that they've done and has since come out during mm-hmm. the strike. Like it was really cool to see them, you know, like Raul Coley posted a lot about follow the house of us. Yeah. Um, some just, of the, some of the star Wars, yeah. um, from the Ahsoka, Ahsoka yeah. show. I almost said new season of Mandalorian. I was like, that's not right. How dare you? How dare I? Yeah. It was, it's just cool. Um, to get to get to see those people talk about their work and be yep. excited about it again. Yep. Um, and plus, again, we got a Kevin Bacon Footloose dance, which was awesome. And it looks like the deal was, I mean, uh, I'm not, we can kind of skip it in news if we want to just talk about it now, but like the deal for SAG looks pretty good. Um, I think their concerns against AI, I was reading something today that looked looked pretty comprehensive and well thought out and um, fair. For the most part, I, I, it's a new, evolving technology, right? Mm-hmm. And how you use that, how companies use that, need to be at least have some oversight, if not regulation. So I'm glad that SAG was able to get some stuff in writing to kind of lead the charge um, in terms of how AI is being used. I, I guess the writers did their own version of that as well. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's cool. We're we're super excited and. It means we got to talk about what twenty new not not quite twenty but like fifteen new trailers. Yeah. Well, I think Netflix geeked was already scheduled. Was it scheduled anyways? But it just it, happened to. It's kind of nice, at least that like an actor can be like, "Hey, I made this movie with Netflix. It comes out next year." Yeah. Yep. Or I'm cast, and we're going to make this thing. Right. Because honestly, I don't know how far along <laughs> a lot of these things are. You, and you never know. A lot of them were just like, hey, Netflix is doing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to hit the Netflix ones first? I'll do the Netflix ones first, and I'll 
save just... I'll save the biggest ones for the end. Okay. And that'll just give us a nice smooth transition into non Netflix movies. <laughs> that Love will it. eventually be on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um so this was a little quick little animated trailer, uh Ultraman Rising. You guys ever watched any Ultraman stuff? I've not watched. I've it not watched past. it. Uh, I've watched the tra- I watched the trailer. I haven't yeah. watched any other Ultraman things. This this trailer had me intrigued, and then I was by the end of it, I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I like the animation style. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know if I'll watch it. It's funny because like I started this one, and then after a bit, I just turned it off. I was like, yeah, yeah probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next, this was just an announcement teaser, but. It's always nice to hear about things that you love, and it's Arcane Season 2. Yeah. Um, it's just Jinx walking on the bridge. Could have used more, but that's okay. Um, but coming out no- November 2024. Ooh. So only a year away, everybody. So what is that between seasons? Uh, Two years? Didn't it come out in, like, 2020? Three years? I could Tyler's it. on it. It's too long. 2021. Oh, wow, really? Feels like forever ago. So two years. It'll be three years when it releases. Yeah, November, that's crazy. November of 2021. Like that's, it's, it's an impressive animation style and whatnot, but like, did that, did they really mm-hmm. just have nothing when, I mean, maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't have anything planned after season one. Like, they just weren't sure if it would be yeah. a hit, and they basically had to, you know, kind of start from scratch on season two. It just feels like you'd have to. And then everybody You'd be thinking about, like, <laughs> At least having something cooking, right? Have a so, plan, yeah. yeah. Especially with something that has a fan base like a League of, League of Legends yeah. does. Yes. Remember well, when you... we were getting Game of Thrones seasons every year? <laughs> How did that ever happen? It's, it's weird. Well, too. is that why they got bad? No, this was before they got bad. <laughs> oh, this like, was the good stuff. It's like when you think about... This was like seasons two through five. <laughs> Like League of Legends and how big their fan base is. Like you think of all the other IPs that Riot is putting, or not IPs, but League of Legends projects that that Riot is putting out right now. Sure. They put out like seven games, a TV show. They're yeah, they're, yeah. They got their music thing that they're doing with Spotify. Like they have so much happening. And depending on how much they want to like have their kind of fingers in the, you know, it's not like they're turning this over mm-hmm. to a to a house and. They've, they've, you know, licensed out the IP. It is a, this is very much their baby and they're seeing it through all the way. Just the yeah. baby. Just yeah. the baby. We aren't forgetting how long it takes, JT. It just feels like way longer than it should be. But then again, Invincible's taken. COVID was just a dimension in time that yeah. seems like it lasted forever, but also felt like no time at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long ago did, it, how long did it take Invincible? Two years? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Invincible yeah. was two years. And I don't think that's... All animation's complex, but I don't think that's nearly as complex as what Arcane is, I would assume. No. I... I don't know. I Animation's I'm, a weird place to be. Animation's a weird place to be because they're doing more than ever with it, but at the same time, there are immense technological leaps that make it easier than ever to do things. Mm-hmm. That so they're it's easier, but I think they're doing more things more in more complex ways. I think you have to, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to evolve, right? Like it's, it's not like, 
I mean, it is in some ways. It is. It's there's a, there are parallels between live action and <laughs> production and and animation. Um, but no, it, it it's more of like a I, by year three, how much are you? How much of your audience remains is my worry. It's more of a worry than anything else. It's not like a knock on the animation team. Like, how can they be this slow? It's more of a, you know, outside of your hardcore Riot fans, League of Legends fans, is that audience still there? I get frustrated when I cannot remember what happened last season in a thing, um, and we're talking about a three-year gap between seasons one and two. I won't remember, and I don't have the time to rewatch, so they better be a dang good recap video at the beginning. Oh, I'm sure. They'll have something cooked up. They have to. All right, what's next? Uh, Masters of the Universe Revolution. The animated show. Uh, Masters of the Universe was great. Yeah, great show. Great show. So I'm um, excited for to, more of it. Yeah, be here I for more it was, of it. I thought it was done, too. I did, yeah, too. I kind of did so too. I'm glad we're getting I think more. you had sent us that trailer, and I was like, what? Yeah, I, I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's more of this? Because it was Revelation, great. and then Revelation Part 2, and this is Revolution. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back. Keeping it going. There's a new baddie in town. And it's Skeletor. No, it's... Yeah. <laughs> With a different arm. Robot Skeletor. I don't know. I Skeletor's can't... gotta be one of the good guys this time. Somehow. He was in I know the last he was. Season. <laughs> exactly. And then he's like, no, we're bad again. Actually bad. Actually and then good. what was the the He'll flip flop at least. The two chick's more times. name, she's like, I'm actually good, but now I'm bad. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> Uh, this was just another announcement teaser is Terminator the anime series I think this is a great idea but I'm also at the point in my life now where I recognize anything can be an anime so if something is announced and it's an anime I'm like 100% on board I, I, uh, I'm very excited for this alright nice give me a nice little <laughs> when somebody shoots a Big old laser. <laughs> and then goes back in time. Um, next thing, Dead Boy Detectives. Looks good. This is, uh, we're ghost boys and we solve murders and we're also in the Sandman. I love Sandman. And awesome show. Awesome show. Freaking awesome show. And I was a little skeptical. I'm always a little skeptical of spinoffs. Mm-hmm. But like this trailer, this trailer looks pretty good. Remember when they were like, Mm, should we make Sandman season two? And everybody was like super worried. Right. <laughs> There's a spinoff for it too. They like, were already on. cooking a spinoff. Yeah. Well, so Max made this and then gave it to Netflix. Sold it to Netflix. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Interesting. Moves to Netflix from Max. Maybe selling all kinds of things. Uh, the yeah, next we'll thing is Damsel, aka Millie Bobby Brown, Ain't Need No Man. And is maybe fighting a dragon. Um, this looks like a Netflix movie. It does. It does, doesn't it? It's. If I had to describe a Netflix movie, what would you? <laughs> what would you describe? This. this. <laughs> it's like that. The new Snow White movies trying to be done on a even smaller budget. With less well-known actors, Billy Ray Brown obviously is Robin Wright's in there too. Right? No. Oh, yeah. 
She'll probably be in it. But like there's not minutes. like an ensemble, right? There's <laughs> not like much they could afford of her. It's this isn't this is not like Dungeons and Dragons where oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a like here's an ensemble cast that you're gonna grow in love, and even if you don't love Chris Pratt, maybe you'll fall in love with you know this character over here, or you know they have that chemistry. I don't oh gosh, I don't see anyone in this film that I'm like ah that's the like who's gonna have chemistry with each other to make this fun. It it just looks like a. Uh, Oh, that's everybody's favorite character from Stranger Things. Shot in the shot in a cave. This is this is just it's in a dark cave. Like that could just be one scene in the movie, but yeah, yeah. Uh, over in the chat, real quick, jumping in, Baroque and Roller said, "Remember when you'd get made fun of? Uh, you'd get made fun in middle school for watching anime. No, because I didn't watch anime in middle school. I probably I don't, I don't think I was that. even allowed to. It was probably too too violent." It anime is often too too violent and when we and were a little too sexual. When we were in middle school, it was mainly like Dragon Pokemon Ball. for kids, yep. yeah, and Dragon, and Ball. Dragon Ball Z for older kids. Yeah, I watched we, Dragon Ball Z. I don't think we ever. I don't think I was allowed to watch Power Rangers even. Can, so like, wow, but I also didn't really want to. I thought Power Rangers was kind of dumb. Yeah, so it's all good. Me and my mom were like on the same page with that one. I had a I had a, I'm a very <laughs> good friend who loved the. Uh, What's the the one that everyone? What's the most famous? Dragon Ball Z. Good job. G- yep. <laughs> and I'd go over and I'd watch it. And I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> you didn't like the. Ah! Yeah, yeah. That is. Uh, that's it. But. But no, I I never made. I don't think I ever made. I don't think I ever made Jordan. If I ever made fun of you, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> he doesn't watch the podcast. Anyways, Luke, what's next? Uh, in another animated show. Uh, this really wasn't a trailer, more of a featurette. Uh, Devil May Cry animated show. Um, it's being made by Adi Shankar. I actually liked this little TV I thought it was super thing. cool, yeah. I was like, this is awesome. And it's also the animation is being done by Studio Mir, who I'm a huge fan of. Uh, they did Voltron, so... Yeah. Like, I'm gonna check it out no matter what. Can I... Sorry, I'm gonna go back. Okay. What, what's up with the spray paint font for Damsel? It's like a... Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It does, I don't feel like it decision the... for a title card for what kind of movie this is. Yeah. Is it set in a back alley and we just don't realize it yet? Or? It's all in their heads. It's... <laughs> they had to spray paint stuff on cardboard boxes and this is what they're playing. This is actually a sequel to Sucker Punch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. I didn't see Zack Snyder's name on it, so it can't be that. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay, keep going. Should I leave the hood on? The Adi Shankar thing was cool. Yeah, like I'm, I'm super excited for this. I think that'll be fun. I think I feel like Devil May Cry is kind of up his alley, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, the game is is an anime, for sure. Like, it, it's, it's the perfect medium. <laughs> What's next? You good, you good there, sir? I feel like I look like a grape. Uh, maybe a little bit. A ripe grape. Extra juicy. <laughs> um, Scott Pilgrim takes off. I liked this trailer. This I was this was cute. It. This was fun. I yeah. yeah, I like Scott Pilgrim, and this was this was just like a. I don't again. I I think we talked about it a while ago. I don't know exactly who this is for, but it's intriguing to me. I think it's for the people that watch the Scott Pilgrim movie. Probably, but <laughs> like it feels. It's the exact but it feels like it's for like maybe it's the Scott Pilgrim audience who now might have kids, kids. or 
you know, because it, it does feel like it's the animation style almost feels like it's geared towards a younger audience. Because like, like I, it's not adult. It doesn't feel like adult anime. I feel like the Scott Pilgrim movie, the Edgar Wright movie, mm-hmm. was like, hey, were you a fan of Scott Pilgrim book <laughs> novel? Graphic novel? Yeah, yeah. We got a movie for you. And, yeah. like, this is, like, did you like that movie? <laughs> well, we got it. Yeah, we got yeah. all the actors <laughs> back. Everybody's back. But, yeah, I, I've never watched anything Scott Pilgrim, read anything Scott Pilgrim. I did like this trailer. Maybe I will check it out. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Uh, last Netflix geek thing that isn't, I guess, the two big things. Uh, Code 8 Part 2. I know me and Tyler are super I'm super pumped for this. for this. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy this is happening. Uh, underrated gem, I'd say. Yep. Little hidden gem on Netflix would be Code 8. If you've not seen it, you should watch it. It'll surprise you. If and you, it was a Kickstarter movie, which is also really cool. Yeah. Um, if you like Chronicle, yep. um, I'd say check it out. It's a super, super low-budget indie superhero movie. Yeah, I've In not a really seen cool the original, world. but the, yeah. the trailer for this looks good. Yeah, they had fun. they had talked about potentially doing like a show set in the same world too. I don't know if that. Mm. I wonder if this will it'll hinge on how well this does, mm, but could be. Um, yeah, you should watch it. I, it's, I know yeah. it's good. I and think, like if you're, yeah. I'd also say if you were a fan of like the Arrowverse days, like you get to see a lot like those actors back, mm-hmm. and it's cool. It's and, the ML cousins. Yep. 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 Who are both way better actors than the CW shows would lead you to believe. <laughs> yeah. um, Dude, Robbie Amell is freaking great in the first movie. Yeah. He's good. Not that's not that Steven. He's bad, really good in Upload both great, on Amazon but... too. Yeah. He's super funny. Yeah. In that. All right, the two big ones. Should I start the show or the movie first? Do the show first. Show, show. Okay, Avatar, The Last Airbender. This looks good. This looks this, awesome. This, this looks, looks great. Good. <laughs> I was Faith amazed. restored. <laughs> yeah, and like I've watched enough of the show, obviously not all of it, but enough of the show to like there's the burned down forest and I'm like, "Ooh, I know what that is. I know what episode that's from." Like yeah, there's these yeah. little moments of yeah. like, like, "Ooh, they do have the giant slide in the city." I would mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what that looks like. Yeah. Like you see these little things that you you remember seeing in the animated show and it's just it I'm super pumped. It got me super excited and honestly, I know they're not the same thing. But after watching One Piece, mm-hmm. I feel like I can trust Netflix with this. One Piece was freaking awesome. They're very much investing into the live-action anime properties. Like, they have mm-hmm. a Yu Yu Hakusho thing, too, as well, I mm-hmm. think. I, I think that's a... It's, They're really leaning in. It's been a... I'm wondering how much of it is out of, like, business necessity. Just with yeah. the fact that so many of the other streamers are trying to keep a hold of their own ip now like ironically enough at the same time uh, many of the dc or marvel or dc slash warner brothers ip properties are now on netflix currently yeah. like there's a they've signed a deal whatever um but yeah it seems like a smart move for them to be like okay there is clearly an audience here if we can make it a little more like we can make it live action and make it a little more a broader appeal that can be our thing that we're not necessarily, you know, having to try and, you know, Compete, pay pay yeah. Warner Brothers a ten million dollars, and it's not that much, but you know, like a million dollars for the Justice League or whatever. Yeah, and I think too, like part of why we're seeing this um, improvement in their anime live action stuff is just like Cowboy Bebop was a huge letdown for them, and they've 
not been afraid to like that shot. I was like, yep, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see that. Umashu. Um, I think they, they when that happened to them, they realized, hey, no, we really got to try to get these things right. We can't, yeah. we can't, you know, try to take our liberties and all that good stuff. Like they have to, they have to lean in. And like One Piece brought the original writer of the manga in to help cast it and kind of help story mm-hmm. it out. And mm-hmm. like it feels. Like they're doing that now with more and more things, and that's just not every author needs to show run their thing, but some things that are hard to do, you probably want to bring in the creative team behind it, the mm-hmm. original idea. Like yeah. to even just maybe ask a author what they were yeah. just being like, "Hey, what were you going for here? We can't really do yeah, this. Yeah, we can't crack this code. But what were you trying to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. You see it on Apple as well. Like they brought in Blake Crouch to do Dark Matter. He was like mm-hmm. sh- he was the showrunner for it. That thing had passed hands like seven times. Nobody could figure it out. And finally, Apple's like, "Hey, we can do it, but we're going to do it as a show." And Crouch was like, "Okay." And they're like, "We want you to be the showrunner because you know this better he's than like, anybody." And he's like, "Okay." All right, I got some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so like, as the creator, I have a few ideas. I think it's just as a as a producer or studio like don't be afraid to ask the people who made these things to come in like i know you get their the rights but man it, it does so much for it mm-hmm. it lets it breathe a little bit yeah heck just even hearing the music was awesome yeah i'm excited for this what uh last netflix geek thing i have there is a, there was a ton it yeah, was honestly so just a giant stuff. event that went on almost all weekend um rebel sorry sorry (laughs) Zack snyder's rebel moon part one part one a child of fire yeah that's a long title when you add on others extra things um odds um oh you can go first brett i don't think my thoughts have changed much since we saw the teaser which is and I don't know how much of this is influenced by the fact that we know that it was like a pitch Star Wars movie, but it just looks like a knockoff Star Wars and it feels like a knockoff Star Wars and it just does not look as good as a Star Wars. And you can try to make it be something other than a Star Wars. Um, and maybe in the final product, like in the movie, I will not be like, ah, it's trying to be Star Wars and that's disappointing. Yeah. Maybe maybe it has enough of a identity in its DNA that will kind of make it feel like it belongs by itself and I won't judge it against Star Wars, but until then it just feels like it's trying to be Star Wars and it's not does not look it doesn't interest me in any way that Star Wars typically does. I think my issue with it is this movie is not popular because of its own merits. It's popular because of Zack Snyder's internet cult it's popular because it's a, a failed Star Wars pitch. Yeah. It's not drawing attention because you watched a trailer and you were like, oh man, that actually looks really interesting. Because it's 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 just not that. There's yeah. too much baggage that comes along with a Zack Snyder film at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, it, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> like, I know I'm going <laughs> to watch it. Um, because I think at this point, it's it's almost like... You know, the old saying, it's like a train wreck. Like, you, you can't look away from it. Right. And, like, anything Zack Snyder puts out, I feel like I, I can't look away. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, what is he going to do this time? How many, uh, 
How many Jesus metaphors is this movie going to have? Like, you just, you, you wonder, you know. Three, seven, 33, or 40. <laughs> if he wants to continue with the theme. I'm going to I'm gonna go with 33, probably. Oh, That's gosh. usually the one he uses the most, right? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm with you, though. My, my thoughts haven't really changed. Yeah, my thoughts are still the same. Like, and here, here's the thing. As I, like, watch the trailer and I see stuff in the trailer, I'm like, that is cool. But for me, it's... I don't even know what to call it. The tangibles, maybe? The important stuff that goes into making a movie mm-hmm. that I don't trust. Mm. I don't trust Zack Snyder as a screenwriter. I... Don't... Yeah, the, all the, the Jesus bag, references. There's just so much baggage things. that comes with a Snyder film at this point. It's gonna. I feel like there's gonna not gonna be Twitter. any metaphor put in. It's just gonna be all like so in your face with it's what a, he's trying to say. It's a mile wide and an inch deep in everything he does. Yeah, and then just like the other part is the normal stuff you see that honestly make it a Zack Snyder movie, which aren't interesting whatsoever um like he's doing the cinematography thing again where everything's blurry except for this random thing that isn't important and you can't really see what's on the screen yeah and it's honestly one of the worst filmmaking decisions of you can make i think it looks so bad um and then obviously slow motion. There's so much slow motion in this trailer; it's ridiculous, and it's it's almost getting comical at this point. <laughs> it's like he, it's almost like he leans into the bit. Yeah, and it's super desaturated because <coughs> you know, but well, like he, I see like art and designs from it. I'm like, that looks cool. Like the spider lady reminds me of something from Saga. Mm-hmm. Looks cool. And like whatever the robot that Anthony Hopkins is playing with his weird antlers, he looks cool. He does look cool. I agree. But I just, I feel like there's not going to be anything there. Will I be able to see him, or will it be blurry because I'm looking at a grain of grass on the side? Well, if if not that, I mean, I Cyrus has a super unique visual look that he likes, and unfortunately, it, it does mean that like on any given shot. 40 to 60% of the frame is just not really visible, it, yeah. right? Like it's it's all for this it's it's the service of this one thing. It's interesting. It's brief tangent here. We um are in the process of making a movie and our DP loves these kinds of shallow depth of field, extreme close-up shots and I just feel like you know, it was it's it's good to have that someone who knows how to do that, but then you have to have someone there to also be like, okay, but like not every us. shot can yeah. be like this, mm-hmm. yeah, because <laughs> how does it flow? And uh, no, so I and it'll be in, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I just I haven't been that impressed with anything I've seen out of Rebel, even the even the design of some of the some of the the character designs aren't bad, but 
The ships, I don't think, look that interesting. The I'm, guns and weapons, I don't think, look that interesting. I'm a big fan of Sofia Butella. I think she's awesome. Ever since he, she popped up in Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, Mon Honsu is in it. He's awesome. Um, whoever, everybody wants is Green Arrow. I like him. Charlie <laughs> Hunnam. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Like, I think it's a really good cast. Yeah, he always puts together a good it's, cast. I think it's just, honestly, it's the filmmaking side of everything that I know is, that know is going to annoy me. Mm. The other part of it, and I don't think anybody really talks about this part, it's, and it, I think this even goes into how studios often view who they're hiring for movies. What have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. What he did for me last was, in my opinion, the worst movie ever made. So, like, I'm going in from a real sure, negative sure. space. You're, he he has something to prove to you. Yeah. And, and yeah. not that he's over. obviously setting out, like, with that in mind, but any, any film is going to... Any film of yours, if it's your second... If it's your first film, like, no one knows who you are. If it's your second film, someone loved your last one and someone hated your last one. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you always have to have the idea in your head of, like, okay... How am I going to at least make them not hate it? You know, maybe I won't win them over to be the biggest fan. That's the other thing. Like, you don't necessarily have to become fans of filmmakers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just make a good movie. But I do think Snyder enjoy. He's got. I think. I think he has a little bit of an ego. Um, <laughs> you think? I think he has a little bit of an ego, and I and I and I think that cult of personality does something for him, right? Like, that feels good to be liked. Mm-hmm. I won't deny that that's, you know, that that's a very human thing. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you shouldn't have to win someone over to like you as a filmmaker, and, and that may be a problem outside of filmmakers and more of how we discuss films and filmmaking, um, and we, we do, I don't know, like, just... Judge the movie for its own if you can. But it's hard sometimes when the filmmaker does not seem to let you do that. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the other part is, like, I feel like we're really putting the cart before the horse with yes. just everything that's planned. Oh, everything yeah, that yeah. He does. It's like everything needs a cinematic universe now. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, for something like, like DC or Marvel, you can be like, okay, we kind of want to do this. Like, giant IPs, you can try and force that kind of existence. But to just be like... Hey, we have two movies planned, an anime, a, video a spin-off, game. a video game, and we're, some we're comics, putting them all, right? Even I think there's sure, some yeah. printed material. We're putting things. those all into existence right now. So well, you said that about Army of the Dead too. Yeah, and dead. where is it now? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's dead. <laughs> no. They had one spin-off film. Yep, and I did not watch. <laughs> It was better than Army of the Dead. I thought it was fine. <laughs> it was better than Army of the Dead, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Um, couple things in the in the comments. Um, Dead Fist Twelve. Random note. This is not the first Devil May Cry anime. This is just the first one marketed to the West. So that's kind of cool. Okay. It's good to know that mm-hmm. you know. This oh, has there been might done be some before. other things yeah. out there that we can. Yep. Um, and then he also says he's talking about Rebel Moon. It's good that I don't. Um, invest any of my time into his films like talking about Zack Snyder because I do not feel the way you guys feel right now I'm like good for you (laughs) good for you Um, and then Baroque says I hope to find somebody who loves me the way Zack Snyder loves intermittent slow-mo and fight scenes (laughs) if 
fight scenes, try it randomly throughout the film. Blade of Grass movie? Slow-mo. Rock falling off a cliff? Slow-mo. So there were more trailers, though, than just Netflix. Yes. I've got, like... Let's keep running through these, because we got two movies to review like yet tonight. Like, eight more? And two of, here, I'll do oh, these yeah, you two. You guys both watched The Killer, too, huh? Yeah. yeah. We'll do this really, really quick. Uh, this could probably be next week. <laughs> probably be in the news section, but GTA 6 announced that their trailer was coming in December. Got probably it. during the Game Awards. I was going to say, they, I, yeah. Yeah. The tweet that was, like, the eighth tweet in a thread got, like, over a million likes. It popped off <laughs> which is just insane uh the other really quick thing that honestly i wasn't even sure what it was but i guess november 7th happened which is in seven which is massive oh action. yeah yeah and i i guess they announced something i watched their little teaser of a dude walking in a trench coat with an n7 logo on it and i was like okay well, that means nothing and then it was like two days later, they're like, yeah, we're looking for a 2029 release date. Guess what? Just don't say anything. Yeah. Just. I don't. It's like the Elder Scrolls 6 release, like yeah, teaser, it's right? It's thing. like, uh, okay. Man, you, could, you, you don't need to, don't spend, don't spend money on that marketing. Anthem died and Bioware won't have a game come out for 10 years. What? They have um, Dragon Age Dreadwolf. That they've very quietly been developing. That's they. They won't have a game come out for ten years. I honestly thought that got canceled. (laughs) Dreadwolf. Yeah. Did it? uh, Maybe did they just have a like a creative director step down? Probably. Okay. I have not even heard of that game. (laughs) It's definitely coming out. Um, I'll move on to the next thing. Twenty twenty four release date on the LinkedIn profile. We'll see. Um, this one just matters to me, honestly. Mr. Monk's Last Case. It's a Monk film on Peacock. Super excited. Um, in the trailer, they reference that he had a lot of trouble during COVID, and I never even thought of his character. He's afraid of germs. Oh, gosh. It's like, You're right. <laughs> what would it be like for him during COVID? So I'm really excited to see I don't a flashback, maybe, or even just him like talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like That is super interesting. Um. All right. Movie, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. I still need to watch Afterlife. It's just reminded me. I just watched me... it. Did you like it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It, I thought Afterlife's it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah. No, absolutely. And this trailer, I don't think looks bad. I think it's filled with nostalgia bait. Um, which is kind of what Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. It, it, was, it ended like, up too. being that way. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. I didn't feel like it was marketed that way, mm-hmm. um, but by the end, and it makes sense why this next one is. No, no, no. The only thing that this one uh, ma- reminded me of was, so in the film Tropic Thunder, before the film starts, there are trailers for all of the actors and their movies. Oh, they're fake. They're fake movies, and um, one of them is... Uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire? No, but it's like, it's the... He has it's it's oh my god! It's his action hero. It's the, the action world. hero. The the world like freezes, freezes. and <laughs> all I could think of was that. Ben Stiller, here we go again. Action again. hero from Tropic Thunder. Tug Speedman is that Tug right? Speedman? Tug Speedman right. in Tug Speed 
Men Scorcher? <laughs> yes. Scorcher, Scorcher 2, Movies. Scorcher 3, Global Meltdown, Skel- Scorcher 4, uh, something frozen. Because this time it's chilly. Like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. And I, I am excited for this movie. Yeah, Scorcher, but, Scorcher 5, Global Meltdown. But, but like... Oh. oh, and he's got the babies attached to his chest. <laughs> All I could think of during this trailer was that. And I I will legitimately give this film a shot. <laughs> um, so, real quick question. How long before we get a Tug Speedman movie? Oh God, I I I hope it's not that long. I bet I it would be. To, I want like just to as see like that. a like a Peacock original, yes, or something like that, where yes. somebody's desperate for anything. <laughs> From the world of Tropic Thunder comes <laughs> Tug Speedman, <laughs> Scorcher. <laughs> oh, all of those trailers before that movie were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Jack blacks the the fatties uh robert uh, robert downey jr's uh oh demon alley or something like not that's i don't remember what it was he's a priest and he's in love with toby mcguire <laughs> jt said who left the fridge open yeah <laughs> that's the that is the line that's the line from the trailer who left, who the, left the fridge open, open? <laughs> Tug Speedman, directed by um, Zack Snyder. Oh, thank you. I'm feeling a, a Tropic Thunder rewatch coming up. In any case, Luke, what's our next trailer? Inside Out 2. Oh, thumbs up. Yep. This looks fun. Get ready to feel the emotions. Yep. yep. Get ready to be sad, but in a good way. Kind of. Happy sad. I, I have a book about multiple you're, emotions. You're thinking of Sister's Alley, I think is... Or is it Satan's, Satan's Alley. Alley. Satan's, Satan's Alley. Alley. Yep. Yep. That's the uh, <laughs> Kurt Lazarus and Toby yes. Maguire. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that movie, I would love to hear how oh. that movie got made. Oh. Uh, like, there needs to be a documentary. <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Yeah. yeah. I just remember when it came out and everybody was freaking out about it because <laughs> of all the like R word usage in it. I. <laughs> yeah i got dana to watch it with me one time and she was like i'm never watching this with you again and i was like <laughs> that's okay. so funny i think stephanie liked it i don't know Maybe not she's probably got gets annoyed with how much i laugh in that movie <laughs> it's so good i laughed my butt off for that entire movie did you put it back on no i, I lost it oh that's in the un- cushions that's unfortunate i, I find go, myself I occasionally quoting that movie oh all the time often okay sorry any thoughts on inside out 2 though (laughs) looks great love it uh it's a pretty basic trailer it's not gonna it's not telling us much other than riley's a little more grown up and we're hitting puberty hormones are coming in and here comes the anxiety (laughs) it'll be and every adult went "Mm." Mm, yes yeah still got that one (laughs) yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see how they balance that um there is a little bit of drama behind the scenes there in that I think Amy Poehler may be the only returning think, cast member, or one of one of a few. I think it was fear or fear. Uh, a number of them were offered discussed and very little money to come back. Who was? So there are some new voices. It but. was the girl from the office. 
Oh, Mindy Kaling? Yeah, I think she's not back. No, I don't think he's back. And then somebody else, one other one. Was it the other girl from the office? Maybe Anger. Oh, yeah. I don't know. In any case. Movie looks good. Um, trailer looks good. But there was another animated trailer, and it's probably going to be the one that steals best animated movie Oscar from Inside Out 2, and that's the Garfield movie. Of course. Starring Chris Pratt. Starring Chris Pratt's actual voice. The man does not... The man needs to learn how to do voices. I forgot this is kind of like what helped start the whole Chris Pratt for every voice acting role ever joke yeah. on the internet mm-hmm. was Garfield. And then he got Mario and everybody freaked out. <laughs> and like, then, like he did... this trailer came out and I was like, oh yeah, that got announced like a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. And like honestly, I think he... I, we talked about it in our review, but I think he did really well in Mario. I think yeah, he killed I it. he was good in Mario. Um, I have zero faith in his Garfield. Yeah, same. That does not sound like Garfield. Yeah, we were talking before, and it was just like, that's not how I picture a big, fat, orange cat sounding. I threw out Clancy Brown. Mm. Clancy Brown's good in a while. I'd just be like, oh man, I'm a big cat, give me a lasagna. (laughs) Didn't Bill Murray voice him in the past? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What a... What a, yeah, what a time to be alive. And, right. Honestly, like in the first 30 seconds of the trailer when it was like baby Garfield meeting John, I was mm-hmm. like, will this be good? <laughs> and then they aged him up. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Looks bad. <laughs> sure looks bad. Be. Not good. Stop. <laughs> Go backwards. Other way. <laughs> Throw it reversed her. Um, Abort. Yeah. Doesn't look good. But no, it does look good. What does look good? Reacher season two. Oh. Yes, please. Have you watched Reacher season one? No, I sure haven't. It's on my list. I talked mm-hmm. with someone yesterday about what move, what uh, they were watching. They're like, "Well, right now I'm going through Reacher, oh my and I'm really liking it." And I was like, "Just throw a pick again." I've heard, <laughs> I've heard good things. I need to clearly it needs to go on my list. Yeah, it's it was a great show. I was I was excited for it because I even liked the Tom Cruise movie, and I was like, "Oh, cool! We can probably get a more in depth mystery Reacher," and then it. Still really surprised me. I thought it was great. So I'm really excited for season two. Yeah, I... Reacher is kind of like one of those... It was like the sleeper hit of last year, I feel like. Yeah. Like nobody was... Like, my expectations weren't super high for it. Um, I think Alan Richson's a good actor, but I didn't expect him to carry the show as well as he did. He was um, really good. He yeah. was so good He's in, in the it. new Fast and Furious yes. movie. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's Thad Castle. Yep. I'm sad. You want to go real throwback? He was Arthur Curry on Smallville. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's uh, Raphael in he's, the live-action Ninja Turtles yep. movies. Despite him not probably ever wanting to talk about it, but yeah, yeah. If we ever meet him, we won't ask him. No, about probably that. not. We also won't ever meet him. That's so okay. Obviously, Thad being his most iconic. Role. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Thad. I'm Thad, but yeah, no. Reacher season two looks dope. I can't wait. Uh, and the last thing I have is Masters of the Air. This is. A World War II show on Apple TV, and it's by the people that did um, Band of Brothers in the Pacific. Yep. So sign me up. Star- yep. <laughs> Starring uh, Elvis himself. Awesome, awesome Butler. Yeah. Um, and Barry Keegan's in it too. Yeah. Yeah. Big thumbs up. These like this looks awesome. Band of Brothers style shows always like I I just recently watched like both of those in maybe like the past year or something because I never seen I them before. I remember when you were watching them. The cast is stacked, and it's like before any of them were famous. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a character shows up for like ten minutes in an episode, and they die. You're just like, he played Charles Xavier in like five movies. 
What the heck? But yeah, really, really excited. It looks fantastic. I have a lot of faith in Apple TV at the moment. Yeah. Um, looks great. And I'm out of trailers now. Okay, well, before we move on to our Marvel's review, I have to read something from the chat because uh, JT <laughs> asks so nicely. So this is in reference read to... Read this, Brett. <laughs> this is in reference to our uh, a, docu- a documentary about the making of Tropic Thunder. <clears throat> okay. A real movie about making a fake movie about a real fake book about a fake war by a fake guy <laughs> in real life. It works. It works. I'm it's so perfect. in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, Baroque also says... I always pop off when Simon Pegg shows up in Banner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like what? Like what? Simon, what's Simon Pegg doing here? I like the the second part of the Reacher trailer though that I totally forgot about. JT says Reacher kicking a car and making the airbags go off is something I never thought I'd. <laughs> yeah, needed. it's so cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait. That's dope. We got some good stuff coming. I'm looking forward to it. And Reacher is in like a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it comes out December fifteenth, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty then, we will be Alrighty. here talking about the Marvels for the next few minutes. Um, <laughs> Just the next few? I don't know. Tyler did not I see either see of these two movies that we're going to review. Did not. I, so we'll I have celebrated to my it. anniversary. No, that's important. So. That's important. We'll, but we'll keep it non-spoilery. I wasn't invited to your guys' anniversary party. Yeah, what the heck, man? Day, bro. And since oh, we yeah, had right. so yeah. many trailers to get through, we'll try and keep it quick so we can you know, not have a two-hour show. Um, Why not? I mean, we could. I know JT will hang around as long as he can. So. <laughs> Rogue 2, for that matter. Um, yeah, so The Marvels is the latest uh, MCU film. Um, this is a sequel to Captain Marvel, 2019 film starring Brie Larson, as well as very much a sequel to Miss Marvel, the Disney Plus and TV show. WandaVision. And WandaVision, although that's probably the lesser of the three i mean of the three kind of leads yeah. that's the one that's if you wandavision is not about her she just happens to yeah she get her powers yeah. in that yeah so i mean you know what important. it's not absolutely connected to in the slightest bit what secret invasion not at all <laughs> did you know they do secret invasion in this movie and it takes 30 seconds what happened? <laughs> what happened with Secret Invasion? It's just mind-boggling. I don't know, man. I don't know. Some executive went to the wrong conference room and just <laughs> pitched just something. Just tried, just like was the coolest cat ever and just happened to get something made. That, I don't know. Man, that is just I don't know. That's like that just feels like an embarrassment for Marvel at this point. The black eye for sure. And a year and a half full of black eyes, though. Yeah. That's the problem, right? It's not it's not a it's not a shiner after you've um We're we're in the tenth round and we are bloodied. We're the cut man is doing every possible thing yeah. he can, get getting letting all the blood out. We're just like, Can you see? We're tapping shoulders and going three like, <laughs> This isn't yeah, this isn't a lucky punch that someone got on you this is you're on the ground getting kicked now yeah it's and bad the ref is not calling to stop it it's like <laughs> if you take a hit in the face i'm just gonna count to 10 <laughs> 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 
So <laughs> what do you the, the real question is. Is does the Marvels continue that trend of black eyes, or yeah, is it, it a is it a turnaround? Oh. No, it, it's a to black eye again. IMO. I think it's it's definitely a if this came down to like a ask the judges, right? I think it's an L. Uh, you know, you know, there's not like a clear winner in a round of boxing, and a, it goes to the judges to here, see let's, who wins. Let's go to I my don't favorite. Think it, I don't think it wins. My that favorite. said, I don't I don't think it's a clear knockout either. For the movie it has some things that are redeemable enjoyable um a blessing in some ways runtime um <laughs> argument um in my opinion we sometimes you just got to go to the best rating system there is in the known universe would you give it on a one to two scale a one or a two it's a one yeah it's a one it's a one out of two it's a giant one bold underlined <laughs> Um, do you do you have like a, a like a one sentence your kind of your tweet I'll, I'll review? I'll just read my letterbox. Give me your letterbox review. Um, arguably the worst villain in the MCU. The Tree of Heroes is the best part, but sadly, with such a short runtime, they aren't given time to breathe. At an hour and forty five minutes, there is a lot of exposition and somehow steals over stuff. Feels like it could have been ninety minutes. There's just random stuff in this movie that means nothing. Yeah, I've, I I I. I feel like I was gracious with 90 minutes. I feel like you could get this down to like an hour and 15 minutes and get the exact same movie. Which is crazy because like if you <laughs> yeah. watch these trailers, it looks like it's going to be this big thing. Yeah, it's not. It's just not. I, I agree, Luke. I think that it um, it fails to live up to its potential. It has an incredibly weak second act. Um, the villain is bad. Like Beyond not, in, like, there are, like, villains that are maybe just uninteresting, or they're, they, but they do, they, they do something, they do one thing well, but they're, they're not that, at, either they're not acted well, but they're an interesting character, or they're, they're not that interesting, but there's at least a good actor, like, giving a, like, I think of, in Thor, Love and Thunder, like, Christian Bale, he's, he's the best part of that he's movie. He's the best part of that movie, right? Like, yeah. His the character itself is not that interesting, but he delivers a great performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, the villain in this is neither interesting nor portrayed that well. Whether or not she was ever given anything decent to begin with is that maybe debatable because I don't I don't think the script for this is all that strong either. Um, that said, what you mentioned, the chemistry between the three leads is pretty superb. And um, I would love to see more of them. Mm-hmm. It, it It's weird that in a movie that should just feel like this awesome team-up uh, entourage, not entourage, uh, what's but, the word I'm looking buddy for? Cop? Not buddy cop, but ensemble. It's a small ensemble, but it's still an ensemble. Um you know, there's there's not a ton of room given to um <laughs> oh Lieutenant Trouble, why can't I think of her name? Monica. Uh, Monica. Um to even like feel like she's a really a part of the team. Her like her character's story in the movie is just kind of words. Yeah. It's like a quick conversation. 
It's a quick conversation here to say, don't like this. And then it's quick conversation to say, oh, actually, it's okay. Yeah. That's her story. Yeah. And honestly, she was my favorite of the three. Oh, yeah. Because I find her powers <laughs> more interesting. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. I don't. I, I think they're interesting. I don't think any of their powers are particularly well utilized. I think it ends up being a mostly a punching match at the end of the day. And unfortunately they've turned captain Marvel into uh, it's a, a hammer or a, or a bullet or whatever you want. Like, and that's all she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has the capacity to do so much more unique things. Um, and you have this kind of duo across from her who can do really unique things. Mm hmm. And they just don't do a lot of things. They mm-hmm. and I like as much as the next person um, because I'm a big character first kind of film goer. I, I like seeing some, you know people sit in a room and talk and talk through things. Mm-hmm. I like those moments of um, you know when Captain Marvel like apologizes to Kamala uh, how she talked to her. Like that's not something you'd see in a male centric movie. But those are the kind of conversations we need to have about how we communicate with one another. Um, and that builds character. That said, there's just there's too few moments where they get to really shine and use those powers. Um, and especially in a, in a film where they're, for half of the movie, swapping, maybe two-thirds of the movie, swapping places when they're using powers. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like they... My favorite scene in the entire movie is when they're double-dutching. Yeah. Their little training montage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. And then I feel like actually in combat, they're just kind of like, just punch. It doesn't help that it feels like it's just shot on a stage in front of a green screen. Yeah. Like, it's the least, like, it seems like it, like, it feels like it could be a cool location, but how it's shot is so uninteresting. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's. I think the editing is really bad. Um, Well, their director left while they were editing it. She went to go work on her next movie. That's that's normal. That's not that unusual. Oh, I thought (laughs) I thought it was weird that because everybody made a big deal out of it for leaving. No, it's because she's a woman. That's why they made a big deal of it. Probably true. Yeah. Like I know, like James Gunn edit helps edit his movies, but not every director is does that. that. But even so, like. Like, James Gunn is working on, like, five things right now. <laughs> like, he was writing Superman when he was finishing Guardians of the Galaxy. So, I think that is only really people wanting to be mad at something for... Yeah. Because they want to be mad Marvel's at something. Marvel's also enough of a factory, like, a movie factory yeah, that, like... True. I don't know how much... Like, the executives are going to give their notes, and the director's going to tell the editor, okay, do this. Because if not, like... You're not getting your movie made the way you like you want. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just yeah. how it is. You mentioned chemistry between the three. Yeah, um, I got a little tired of it mm-hmm. in the third act. Um, it just it felt like it was so much. Yeah, like when Miss Marvel it was honestly when Miss Marvel was just like, "Oh, Captain, my Captain," it was like, "I'm done." I'm done. We we don't need to fangirl at every single moment we see her. Like let's let's do something. Mm-hmm. 
or like let's react or maybe like let's have a little bit of a conflict i know it's super cliche to be like meeting don't want to meet your heroes yeah i'm saying you need to do that but like there's the moment in the first act where captain marvel does yell at her Mm -hmm. because like hey we got to get out of here we have to save who we can i feel like there's a moment there for learning experience and it was kind of just immediately shouldn't have yelled at you like i would have liked a conversation there sure there, there could have been more yeah 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 yeah. to be like like i thought you were a hero we got to save these people and he's like we're doing what we can yeah and it's kind of the same thing too with the cliche they kind of did go with was um in between captain marvel and um now i can't remember her name monica no in between yeah. carol and monica which is Oh, why weren't you here? Yeah, that that felt strange. It felt unnecessarily strain strenuous. Yeah. Um. And like the answer is always in my head. It's like, well, they were at war. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It. Yeah. It. That's. There. Look. There are. There are a lot of. I think the movie has a lot of issues. I'm. I'm maybe a little bit playing devil's advocate against Luke who clearly does not like the movie. Didn't like it, no. Nope. Um, I, I had fun with it. It's not one that I think I'll go back and rewatch. So, like, all these points you're bringing up on a second rewatch, I'll probably notice them more, and I'll probably dislike the movie <laughs> a little more because of it. Um, maybe not. Um, I, don't, I don't know that for sure, but it's also not one that I liked so much that I will, would go back to the theater. Um, I think the, the conflict, the main conflict is wrapped up super quick and is very unentertaining or, and not clever. I mean, like, honestly, the conflict just kind of ended. It just ends. Nobody even really did anything. It's just like, oh, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. Um, and, and kind of then the epilogue of where all of the characters end up um one thing i think is really cool um specifically with kamala and where she's going and what she's doing i think there's the ending scene and the post-credit scene i think were great i didn't care about the post-credit scene i that's heresy i know but (laughs) (laughs) i mainly just like the choice that they did sure sure i can understand that um um but in terms of like what you know, Captain or Captain Marvel ends up in kind of fulfilling her character arc for the for the movie. Um, I think it's it's pretty uninteresting, but they don't. I think it's a I think it's a fine idea um, of, you know, how she feels towards these people and how they feel towards her and reconciliation but there really isn't any. There isn't ever any reconciliation. It's it's all just, and I'm gonna go do the thing. And and you can, you can show that, and you can do the right thing because it's the right thing, whether or not there's reconciliation. But I think it it did feel like it just kind of happened. Yeah. So, speaking of things that just happened, mm-hmm. there's like two things in the movie that just draw out the length of a very short movie. And that is Singing Planet and Cats. <laughs> um, Singing Planet. Great comedic idea. Terrible execution. There was no point at all with them being on a Singing Planet. Um, and the Cats? Awful. 
awful, horrible. <laughs> I liked the cats. I I I, I just it, I it was a it was a bit that went on too long. I sure. shouldn't have even been in that no, area no. for that movie. I don't disagree. Anytime you're on the space station, it's just like this is when you talk about this is fluff. what you're gonna cut out to make this movie an hour 15 it's that stuff yeah right because it's not necessary and i think there could have been a plot reason to do that um and and make that valid but at the end of the day they they don't it's just uh we're gonna go back here because i feel like it's an excuse to like it's like oh we have samuel L. jackson yeah we've got to put him in the movie somewhere i love kamala's family yeah they're all they're amazing but their scenes didn't mean anything. There's nothing there that's that's moving the plot forward in any way, yeah. shape, or form. No, it is it is purely fluff. So, yeah. Um, any other pros cons? I want to kind of get through this so we can keep, keep talking, keep chugging, keep chugging. Do we want to talk about the spoilers at the end? I don't think Tyler cares. Don't care. Tyler doesn't care. So we okay. will be talking about the two post-credit scenes for the marvels if yeah. you do care just skip ahead a few minutes yeah all right so the one's, very one's an x-men yeah the very end of the movie is kamala meeting with um Haley steinfeld cool kate awesome. bishop yeah like that. fantastic it's a it's a young avenger setup yeah it's samuel jackson doing it's the it's they're starting it over yeah 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 it's the hey do you think you were the only superhero in on earth <laughs> Yeah, honestly, ki- I, what was it? I, the only kid superhero. Do you think you're only the only kid superhero in Lower Manhattan yeah. area? <laughs> and she's great. Like her line delivery on that is yeah. hilarious because uh-huh. she knows she like she knows what she's. It's kind of meta in that way. Like she knows what she's doing. Yeah, um, great scene. Yeah. I love the idea. It honestly could be a breath of fresh air that MCU needed. Yeah, to do this. Yeah. Um, and post credit scene is, um. Just like the way the movie ends is just, I feel like Marvel's like, we have to connect this to the multiverse somehow. Yeah. Which is super dumb. But you get the post credit scene, which is uh, Monica waking up in a different timeline. Her mom is there, but it's not actually her mom. And Beast shows up. And I just, I really like that it's Beast and not like any other x-men you would expect <laughs> it's like you know what this is the one that would probably be here yeah and i just like that mm-hmm. didn't really like the cg um on him i'm used to, i'm used to kelsey grammar prosthetics and they looked amazing yeah know? yeah but you know what it's, it's 2023 we're going cheap route so <laughs> who's playing him kelsey grammar, kelsey grammar. which okay. honestly was just kind of funny because like they can't help themselves yeah. gotta, gotta <laughs> cast the the person who used to be of the OG, but Maybe yeah, I, I, yeah, I just, I like the postcard scene. I was yeah, no, I, I couldn't, I could care less about the X Men tie in. Is that the only X Men tie in in the whole movie? Yeah. Yes, sir. Even it, even well, I mean, it's been thing. all but confirmed that Kamala's yeah a mutant. Oh, sure, sure. They, that's in her show though. So yeah. yeah. So there's an X Men in the entire movie. Well, <laughs> she's certainly not an X Men. She's not yet. She's an inhuman, technically. <laughs> Let's be real. But Marvel doesn't like to talk about the inhuman. No, no. Nothing all that. Luke, we're that project. <laughs> what do you What do you give this on our? I give this scale? a solid, straight to 
streaming. I hope those S's were great for the audience. They the sounded pretty gross listeners. just for me sitting They were real here. slurpy. Yeah, I, they were. I, I think this is <laughs> They're the, a little wet. I think this is the perfect Disney Plus feature. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Probably going to wait for that. <laughs> I think it'll do great on there. Because it didn't do great in theaters. Oh, man. No, it, no, did, it did not. We can, we can talk about that in a little bit. But, um... I'm going to bump it up to a Matthew McConaughey. I I'll ride, I'll I ride, think there are... I think this could be a fun date night type of thing. Um, my wife certainly had a good time. And she is uh, much more of a movie critic than I think most other women I know. <laughs> That's... Wow. <laughs> Mostly because I have rubbed off on her. <laughs> I don't. I don't wow. have that many friends who are movie critics. Did you know you Brett guys. just said that women hate movies and they don't have a cinematic eye? Nope. Are you all going to take that? Absolutely. This, no movie, this was directed by a woman. How dare you, Brett? Freaking misogynist oh over here! Oh my gosh, I am Good the worst. Lord. I am the worst. Um. <laughs> I think this is a film with the, the the key audience is not white males in their thirties. I think. Um, oh, that's why I didn't like it. it <laughs> you just described me. Uh, and and therefore, I think it would be a fine movie to go to the theater with um, with your honey on a date, um, and you know have a reasonably good time. I. <laughs> You might have. You might have. Look, I'm the same guy who I'm not gonna tell you to go to see a Fast and Furious movie in the theater. But yeah, Luke, I'm gonna, will, but I'm Luke gonna tell you to go see it in IMAX theater. But Luke will tell you to see it. <laughs> so here too. is what I'm saying: is if this is your kind of movie, if you are the ideal audience, I can recommend it for the theater. I think it does have redeemable things. I think it is enjoyable to a certain degree. I don't think you're going to walk out of it being like, ah, I can't wait to see this clean up at awards, because it won't. Clean up at the Razzies. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, Razzies are cruel. They are. They don't need to happen. They're a, nece- <laughs> they're a necessary evil. They, are, they kind of are. They kind of are. It, look, you have to be willing to make fun of yourself. Who was no it a couple years are. ago? Somebody won, like, worst performance, and they were, like, very happy about it. They're, I can't remember who it was. I remember. Um, Didn't Holly Berry win? Holly Berry won and yeah. accepted her award in yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. she also won Best Actress that year, though, too. <laughs> Good for her. Because it was, it was Catwoman and whatever she won it for. Yeah. That's awesome. That doesn't surprise me. Good for her. Just own it. <laughs> yeah, I saw his skull. <laughs> okay, Baroque over in the chat. You got to read it to me. Nope. It's too. It's. It's. It's too PG thirteen for this show. Are we not a PG thirteen show? Baroque said. Just change some of the colorful language. No, Baroque There's just no said Brett. Al- Brett also just said he rubbed off on her. <laughs> <laughs> we heard it when you said it, but we tried not to react to it. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's uh, funny. All right. <laughs> the other movie Luke and I watched this week was The Killer. This is the new David Fincher film starring Michael Fassbender on Netflix. Um, also, supposedly, some limited release, theatrical release as well. Um, I don't think it was in our area. Um, oh, so I didn't see it on the... I watched it in... Coming soon. Yeah, at, at home. Um, yeah. Luke, what do you think? I thought it was pretty good. 
Here, I'll read my letterbox again. This one is short and sweet and uh, does a terrible job of saying what I thought about the movie. I was kind of going for more of a comedic one with this Okay, one. okay. I honestly knew what I was going to say before I even watched the movie, but I added to the beginning. Mm. Really enjoyed this. Venture is a beast. But I really just want mine under season three. <laughs> Amen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... <sighs> Nice. Okay. Yeah. Glad, I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed it. it. <laughs> um, the lessons was a hundred percent ready to send, no matter what I said before. No matter yeah. the quality of the movie. Trash. Just went Mind Under Season Three. Right. Best movie ever. Now give me yeah. Mind Under Season Three. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. Um, I I think this is one of maybe the least interesting David Fincher films I've seen. Um. I think Fassbender is an is a good choice for the role, mm-hmm. uh, and this might be come down to a, a personal thing. There is it, this, this movie is completely voiceover. I do not I do not particularly love voiceover. Yeah, I, and that is all that this film is. Five minutes into this movie, I went. <laughs> Brett might hate this movie. <laughs> the um, first fifteen minutes of this movie is Michael Fassbender talking to whoever is watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, redundancies. It's, redundancies. Redundancies. That said, Fincher is a good enough director. Fassbender is a good enough actor that at the end of the yeah. day, it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think it's all that interesting, but I think it works. And I think it's it's not interesting. I won't say that. Um, the reason I think it feels not interesting is it's just extremely basic. Yeah. It's just a revenge movie. There's nothing incredibly special about it. You've seen this movie before. Oh, absolutely. It's just that what it's based on and through David Fincher's style of movie making, you kind of like add a different spices to it. Yeah. It's it's a pork chop you've had before. Yeah. But this time it has some cayenne on it. Yeah. So it ha- maybe it's a little spicy. <laughs> That's, I guess that's I wanted. Really it. I wanted. Uh, I wanted even more cayenne. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Like it's just. It's not a film that I got done with and was like, wow. Yeah. It was a film that I got done with. And was like, cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it. Not. Whoa. When? What night did I watch this? Both. I watched this last night. It's possible. Yeah, I finished it, and then I was like, all right, I'll finish watching the football game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, we... It's a good movie. No, yeah. It's like... It's not, it's not bad. It, it, it's... I gave it three and a half stars. There's not, there's not much there for, in terms of... Like, the point of it is that it, this is a man in isolation who... Might be insane. Might be. It's definitely insane. Um, Redundancies. 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 But all he has is himself, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there's... It's a revenge plot because he does have someone. But there's no one there for him to ever have real chemistry with outside of in in a scene, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think he has great chemistry with the boss, in the scene in at the uh in Chicago in Chicago the last guy no 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 sorry Silver Swinton his well 
Told us what I do. The lawyer. The I'm gonna go through all of them until you say, yeah, that one. His his boss, his boss, the guy who hires him, who gives him direction. The lawyer. The lawyer. Okay. Shot the nails through the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer. I thought that scene was like that. The chemistry between those two characters was really palpable, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Tilda Swinton. I think that conversation. Tilda Swinton just steals that scene. Yeah, she was really. She does great um i thought the guy at the end was okay yeah um <laughs> but but there's not like a like fassbender has to do the heavy lifting and he's yeah. a good enough actor to do it well for the most part yeah and it just i think it gets a little tiring after a yeah. while and interestingly enough my favorite scene or even just chapter it's a six chapter movie yeah oh interesting is the first one when he's like doing the first hit mm-hmm and you can like see what his process is supposed to be like. Just found it so interesting. Yeah. Like in David Fincher's mind, this is what a assassin does. Yeah. They're psychotic. They're extremely repetitive. They have a very strict way of life and they sit in a building for a week yeah. and just wait <laughs> for somebody to show up. Um, and then things go not according to plan, but, uh, and that was great. Like that was, yeah. a, I think that was an excellent way to start the film. Um, and I think I thought the rest of the movie might kind of be like that. And I think something the rest is might be missing um, is like when you go to see him break into the steroid man's house. The Florida man's house. Yeah, the Florida man's <laughs> house. It's like, I would like to see him prep this and sure. like figure out a plan mm-hmm. other than just, all right, I'm going in. Oh, he had that all along, like type of thing. Because they set it, they set up the, in the first scene. Here's kind of the formula, right? And yeah. then they don't ever show you that again. Mm-hmm. It, it is more of just okay, and then this, and then you know, plot point A, plot point B, plot point C. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe some of that intrigue is built around the the psychology of how someone gets in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there could be a point there, Luke, where they're what it, they're trying to say is he's not in the right headspace. Yeah. He's a it's a yeah, revenge. That, it's a revenge like Twitch. He right. He's like, <laughs> I'm excited to watch this one. I do think the manner of which he goes about um, uh, killing people is interesting and intriguing, and the tools he uses to get around and from you know his process in, is so things. interesting. It's, it's very it's very clever and 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 pretty neat. Um, I think a like six episode miniseries. Like a chapter for each little city he's in. That could have been cool. I think it would have been really interesting. Yeah. You can even, I think, add some characters like the people he does know and be like, mm-hmm. hey, you good? Like, or like, I gotta go back and save. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I still enjoyed my time. I still good. give it a fanboy worthy. Nice. Nice. I'm gonna give it a, a Matthew McConaughey. I got two Matthew McConaughey's. All right. This all week. right. All right. Um, but I, my guess is that if you're a David Fincher fan, you'll probably enjoy something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you hate, if you hate voiceovers, just beware. <laughs> if you hate David Fincher, <laughs> honestly, I have questions. Like, what do you not like about him? Like, come on. Maybe you just really. Maybe you're Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Well, let's move on to some news. <laughs> Uh, Tyler, you haven't talked in a while. 
You want you have you have some news stories to tell us? Um, my biggest one is just the Game Awards stuff. Well, let's hit the Game Awards um, real quick. Yeah, let's do it. The Game Awards came out with all their nominees. Um, just want to quickly hit on a couple of categories, and then we can kind of discuss those a little bit. So, uh, the Game of the Year category. Uh, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, just very quickly, was there anything in here that surprised you? Anything you disagree with? Um, anything like that? I, I'll say for me, the biggest surprise was Spider-Man 2 getting in there. Um, we kind of texted about this a little bit today. Um, and I, I guess you had seen some kind of similar I discourse. I haven't played it, so I, this is all secondary. But based on what you've said about the game, based on what I've kind of seen online um, and, and a few reviewers, um, people say that this game is good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe great, but m- m- not necessarily game of the year contender. Yeah, it definitely doesn't give me game of the year vibes when I play it. Um and I think part of that is it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's a sequel to what is already a really good game. Um, the other part of it, too, is I just don't think it does enough to differentiate itself from the first one mm. to be nommed for Game of the Year, especially in a year that was this strong. Um, well, well, let me tell you something. If you can get Resident Evil remakes nommed, you don't two, have to do anything different. Two and four. <laughs> two and four both, man. Two and four both got into there. Um and I kind of had this conversation with Dead Fist today a little bit. Um, I kind of think at this point where we are in the cycle of development for video games, maybe remakes need their own category. I don't disagree. Because, like, I understand wanting to remake games, especially with how far technologies come in the gaming space. Yeah. But, like, we're taking up valuable spots in a Game of the Year nomination. Yeah. And Resident Evil 4 is good. I played the demo resident evil yeah it's, it's more resident evil um there's a way better resident evil game out right now it's called alan wake 2 and it did get nominated <laughs> Ooh, i love um, that game so my uh yeah. honestly i just i knew it was going to be between alan wake Baldur's gate and zelda yeah and anything else it was, was honestly much... just kind of lucky to be there yeah. <laughs> sure sure yeah and i you know i think Baldur's gate will win this one but um, well, it sweet. It's Let's really go. cool that Alan Wake is there. Yeah. Especially because it just came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, jumping through a couple other categories, I always like to look at game direction. Yeah. I think game direction is probably where Alan Wake will win. Um, That's what I voted for. Uh, Sam Lake, Jeff Keighley guy. They love him. Everybody knows who he is. He's, he's similar to Neil Druckmann. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows him. Yeah. He stars in the game, which is kind of fun. <laughs> Um, so I think that's where Alan Wake will get its win, but in that category, it's Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Mario Bros., and Legend of Zelda. Um, Was it the exact same, except no Resident Evil? Correct. <laughs> uh, other fun ones, you have Best Narrative, um, Baldur's Gate, Alan Wake are there, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty's there, which I thought was that's really super neat. That's cool. Final Fantasy 16 was there, which is cool, and then Spider-Man 2 being there was kind of a, I don't know, kind of weird. Um, art direction, another really fun category. Hi-Fi Rush, let's go! Hi-Fi Rush is in there, Lies of P is in there, and then Alan Wake, Mario, and Zelda. Um, is there, best score music's always there. You know, the, the category I think that 
was really cool. They added it last year as best adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody knows what will win this, but for the sake of you know who's nominated, you got Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, the Super Mario Bros. movie, and Twisted Metal. Yeah, this is a Last of Us or Mario category, I, and nothing and else has a chance. Nope. And I don't think anything's beating The Last of Us. <laughs> so. Um, I mean, Last of Us was nominated for Best Dramatic Series at the yeah. Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's no chance. And Mario was, uh, what, 50% on Tomatoes? Hey, but it made over a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Who? Jetta. I need a list of the people that, because uh, these are like reviewing pundit people that put in these noms, right? Yeah, there's yeah. like skill ups on there. Yeah. There's a there's like a panel. You can go on their website and see it. Um, Twisted Metal is going to win it, bro. <laughs> that'd be pretty. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I think this is always a fun category, and I just you know I, I wanted to get your guys' feelings on this. Uh, most anticipated game. You had Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades Two, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken Eight. I voted for Hades Two just because I knew you were excited for pretty it. Pretty cool. I think a pretty cool <laughs> field of games. It's, that is. There's some variety there. Like there, it's, yeah. It, and I think that's awesome. You have a fighter. Rowers, Elder Scrolls. You have an RPG. No. You have a roguelite. You have whatever Like a Dragon games are at this point. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm a little surprised that GTA 6 isn't on there. Probably because it hasn't been officially, officially announced. announced yet. If it was, it'd win. Could also be Keeley not putting it on there for that reason. What was the game that was on there like for eight years straight, though? Elden Ring. It's on there every year. <laughs> Maybe they learned a lesson with Elden Ring. <laughs> Like, we can't do this every year? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I know there's the one that Luke had mentioned today that Destiny was nominated for a Best Community Support. Um, Everybody, go vote for Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah, and Not like, just because like it's the most ironic thing, but because they're actually a great community managers at Bungie, and they got laid off. Yeah. And I just think it'd be the best thing if we could stick it to the bungee upper manager and be like, you let these great You let the wrong people, people go. go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's disappointing that everybody there got laid off. And then DMG had some tweets about kind of... Oh, they were all the going 20, off. The 2019 scenario where they won best community support, but none of the team was allowed to be there. Um, and they got mad at them for, I guess, celebrating the win and that within Bungie. So weird. Just, yeah, it seems like there is a lot of leadership issues at Bungie, and it's all just coming to an ugly head. Last category I mentioned, Best RPG, only because it is the only category that Starfield got a nomination in. Good job, Starfield. Um, but it's against Baldur's Gate 3. It's not winning. It was so. No. It will not win. But <laughs> it got nommed for something, so good for it. Um, Liza P had a pretty good showing, too. It's yeah. in several, several categories. I've heard great things. Um, but Alan Wake and Baldur's Gate 3 are the two highest earning, uh, most nommed yeah. games. I so, think Hi-Fi uh, Rush got like six. Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush had quite a which bit. Which makes me it's super really happy. cool. Yeah. Um, Remnant 2 was nominated for Best Action, action game. game. Yeah. I don't think it'll win because it's going against Armor Core 6, which is super unfortunate, but awesome game. DLC there was just something, came out, I think. There was something else in Best Action Game too that I think Remnant to have a pro- like hi-fi rush oh yeah hi-fi rush is in that category yeah. yeah um here here's my take for the game awards 
let's get rid of anything that has to do with esports or content creators. Yeah, and they need to start. They need to do those in the pre-show thing. Cares. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, there's people out there that do. I was talking to Brett before. (laughs) Just give esports their own game awards. They should have their own award show. I would agree with that. Best sim or whatever whatever League of Legends is as a multiplayer thing. MOBA. Best MOBA team. Best MOBA MOBA single dude or woman or person. The thing that's weird to me about Best it is player. they prove it at competitions. Yeah. Best that's what FPS. I was, that's what I was saying too. It's like yeah. uh so the guy who matter? won. Yeah, the guy who won the uh yeah. Best esports event. How do you even? I had a lot of fun at the Dota Championships this year. They had great hot dogs. I don't. How do you even are, there, hot dogs, are there that many people going to multiple, like multiple events? events? Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's hard to say. Maybe man. I don't. I'm not judging if you do. That's awesome. I, you know, I just feel like kind of like. I compared in the pre-show. I compared this kind of category to something like music or concerts, right? Like, I, I'm not going to a Lincoln Park concert and a Taylor Swift concert and a <laughs> Post Malone country concert, whatever he's doing now, right? And then being like, okay, there probably are people who do that, but I don't know if that's a big enough group to be like, this was the best event. This was the best esports event. Esports is maybe a little more niche than music, I understand. So that may be easier. At the end of the day, I think it's a silly I think it's a silly category. Let's see. Um, One, two, three, four, five. There's six categories. Over in the chat, JT says, uh, in terms of a snub, he thinks that Dead Space remake got snubbed. It's it reviewed really well. Category in and which... the sound design, which uh, it's great, but it was not that big. That was a big deal big about deal. the OG. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like the same it, same praise it got when it originally sure, came out. Sure. Dude, Alan Wake 2 sound design, though. <laughs> Dude, this is so good. Literally ripping me to shreds in here. <laughs> you playing it with headphones yet? No. No way. Dude, when you're walking by Coffee, uh, Coffee World... And you're like walking down that trail that you have to go through and the little dude's up on the cliff and like you're hearing all the rocks and stuff getting thrown. Yeah. Dude, I was like, Dude, it's torture. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? And then they start moving real fast. Or like, just oh, when you're in so the Alan, in, when you're in the dark place and it's just quick. Yeah. You're just like, <laughs> don't do that. Dude, I hate <laughs> that I can never tell which ones are actually bad guys and which ones. Or are you have a dude shadow. scream, the oldest house is missing. It's just like, what did you say? Oh, I, I always think of the raptors. Alan. Alan, wake. Hey, Alan. Alan, wake up. Alan. Every time. It makes me, it, it brings me peace in those moments. Wake. Tyler, was there anything else in the uh, Game Awards you want to mention before we move on? Um, No, I think it's a good field of games. It's yeah. a great year for gaming. And uh, I didn't get to play any of the indie noms this year. Usually I've played a couple of the indie noms, but... You know, second kid. Life's kind of busy, so I haven't really had that chance. For you. But these two sound like fair. That's fair. excuses. Um, That's all I hear. Excuses. But no, I, I do always love to play the the indie game. So hopefully, we'll see. I'm going to try to get to maybe one of them yeah. um, before the Game Awards. But my hope is to beat uh, Alan Wake, because then I will have played uh, one, two, 
three of the three of the finalists finalists for the game. Potentially again. four if I can get to Baldur's Gate soon. Oh my so. gosh! Obviously, I won't be able to beat them all. But it's insane, Tyler. I don't think all have beaten Baldur's Gate by the time <laughs> Game Awards are actually yeah. done. I don't think all have beaten Control by the time the Game Awards are done. That's why I have it as a prediction. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to give myself a point for that. No, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't care if it was a joke backup. I was so certain of that. I have zero points. Tyler has nine. Maybe. I have maybe a eight. Lot. I don't Tyler's know. got 15 somehow. I have a we lot We made 10 points. prediction. He's got 15 points. One, Me two, and you could team up and three. we'd still get beat we, by we, Tyler we like three times. Four, four five, five, six, seven. I have eight points. Wow. Ridiculous. Uh, well, all right. We're going to move on to some news. Yeah. Um, and, and wrap up our show probably with that. Um, yeah, we can I may talk, quick. I may talk about some here. other things that I did next week. Um, but uh, real quick, Warner Brothers and Zaslav uh, <laughs> tried to shelve Coyote vs. Acme, which is the John Cena kind of spiritual successor to, or spiritual sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's a animation, live-action mixed together um it was done a year ago and uh they were gonna shelve it for a 30 million dollar tax write-off and thank god the creatives in hollywood were just said no you i um you're not you can't do that i've got a little theory about this Mm -hmm. so he might have been a co-writer, but he's definitely a producer. Mm-hmm. Is James Gunn? Mm-hmm. I think he had big issue with this and went and was just. This is my theory. I think he said absolutely not. I think he had to because he's trying to build a DC film universe and he needs creators. He needs talent. And if Warner Brothers feels like they're going to do this to people, like you saw the report today that a lot of creatives were like, "Cancel my meetings. I'm at meeting with Warner." I think Gunn was like, "We can't have that." Yeah. Like we're trying to build. Something to rival the MCU. And if we can't get access to creators, we have to have these people. Also, we have potentially the greatest opportunity as movie fans to do the funniest thing ever. <laughs> when whoever buys this, yeah, and they release it in theaters, please. We're putting this thing above a billion, everybody. <laughs> we're putting this thing above a billion dollars. And Zavslav is going to be sitting in his office in the corner. He's just going to be like this. Luke's now in the corner. <laughs> With his head against the wall, crying. Yep. Look, I think it's Court shame corner. It's just incredibly bad business. To this is Looney Tunes. Yeah, this is this is like this the, is Warner Brother classic kids animation foundation level shit. It's like one of their cornerstones. This is <laughs> this is not something you just throw to someone else. For how long was this their logo? Exactly. Yeah, like exactly, and and the remember when blatant Bugs, disregard Bugs for... Bunny would come out with a carrot and lean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! What's up, Doc? I think not anymore. No more, Doc. Look, the ten people who listen. Okay, we have slightly more than ten viewers, watchers, listeners. Um, look, <laughs> we got more than ten. We have more than ten. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> I I just think this is we're, we're I don't, I don't know I don't know how to say this nicely. This is they the don't. dumbest thing to possibly. Warner Brothers is a publicly yeah. traded company. I know I own stock. 
their stock plummets every time something like this happens. You should buy a little How house. the hell is he still CEO? I have no idea. It's, there there should there should be there needs to be a change in leadership. Yep. And I, and look, the people who make that decision are the stockholders. And we and that is normal everyday people, right? Like they're a yes, there's a lot of hedge funds and whatever, like who are going to look at that. But like public perception, social media pressure worked to get this film back on at least onto a plate that they can sell it. I don't know why they're not putting out their, their themselves, but they're gonna sell it to someone, Apple or Paramount or whoever is gonna buy it. Um, look, it, it just does not make sense to me to run a business, to run this business this way. This is the business of making movies, not creating them and shelving them. So, if you don't want to see a treasured hundred-year-old studio go down the toilet. Get him the hell out of there, and yep. well, that's why you put seen... someone in charge. If he wasn't in charge of the next ten years of DC, I'd be like, "Gun is perfect for that next." Th- not probably not, but like, <laughs> but he is someone who Love knows. Movies. He loves movies. He knows creatives. He knows how to get creatives. He's not your pencil pusher. Two things. Um, first, I kind of—it's like I said it as a joke, but it's one hundred percent true. All these Zaslav decisions, decisions just feel like a necessary evil to see get, him get out get of there. Get him out of there. Yeah. yeah. Like I said it as a joke, but it's true. Like he's—he's got to go, and maybe this will be the thing that gets him out of there. Maybe the other thing is to fingers crossed. I think. People have kind of forgotten that WB has been bought and sold twice in like the past four years. Yeah. And they have an incredible amount of debt because of that. Yeah. And they're looking for every opportunity to just kind of get out of a little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, $30 million though, that's like (laughs) 0.0001% of $78 billion of debt. I might have even gone too high on that percentage. Probably even a fraction of that. And I think people have forgotten that and they've just been like, oh, they just hate creatives. And it's like, no, they're actually just really bad at doing business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that's yeah. why like, there's rumors and I think they're, as each day moves forward, I think it's closer and closer to reality of, of Universal's trying to buy Warner Brothers because of how bad they're struggling. I think that was one of my predictions. <laughs> like, there's there's some pretty... There's a lot of discussion about it. I wouldn't be shocked with if within the next five years it happens. I would be more... If they can't figure this surprised, out... surprised um, if Warner just starts selling properties. Be like, you know what? We're, we're done with Harry Potter. It's made us a lot of money, but... We're just going to sell it, it off for $20 billion. Dollars. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it would help their debt problem for sure. But yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me, man. Nothing surprised me anymore. And that, that not world. in acquisitions. Yeah, not in acquisitions. <laughs> not man. after the Activision one. Yeah. Expo- and uh, Microsoft's Fox gonna buy them. And, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's just been so many. Microsoft's gonna buy my bros. <laughs> I have, I yeah, I may have predictions, but I'm gonna save them so you don't steal them. And they're gonna change all their 
all 20 of their future live series games <laughs> to make 40 live series games. That's right. <laughs> like, this is oh, the my future. Goodness. Okay. Um, uh, another couple quick things from me. Uh, the Abyss 4K remaster is coming to theaters December 6th. Um, if you haven't seen The Abyss, it's one of James Cameron's uh, great hits. Um, not one of his more popular films, but I think it's one of his like better films. Um, not as much of a popcorn crowd pleaser action thing, but a, a, a more introspective um, and yet incredibly intriguing film. I don't know if many people will go out to the theater to see it, but if you're a collector of you know kind of classic movies, that 4K restoration is is coming out um, later this year. Additionally, Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie isn't happening. I don't know if this was like known or not, <laughs> but it was more or less confirmed. Yeah, he was in an interview with someone, and they're like, "Hey, is that you know what is this moving forward?" And he said, "No." He was like, "I've got to prevent the MCU from crashing and burning. <laughs> I've got to worry about other things." Yeah, right. <laughs> he does have a lot on his plate. Um, and then my last news story are, uh, after the strike was kind of the, the over, um, that announcement, um, a bunch of, a couple, a couple of, um, studios announced, you know, moving, uh, release dates for films. So Deadpool three is now going to be, uh, July 26th of 2024, Venom three, November 8, 2024, the Lion King prequel by Barry Jenkins. Barry Jenkins. Um, December 20, 2024. Captain America New World Order, February 14th, 2025. Uh, just Cyber Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, it is. Thunderbolts, July 25th, 2025. And Blade, November 7th, 2025. So, only one MCU movie next year. Yeah! <laughs> It's Deadpool. And it's Deadpool. 67 cameos. Don't you worry. We'll know what they're all doing. But we'll we'll also have Venom that year. So, like... Venom! Who really wins? Like, <laughs> Which are we... Are, we're more show excited for, for Deadpool, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like that... You mentioned the car crashing earlier. Yeah. I'm kind of interested in watching the Venom 3 car crash. <laughs> All right, I have one news story. Yeah. Uh, I hate this story. I hate it. And it oh, makes me yeah. mad. Yeah, I um, forgot about this. It was announced by Nintendo and Sony that we are getting a live action Legend of Zelda movie. It co funded by both of them, directed right. by Wes Ball, who has Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes coming out. And it is produced by Miyamoto at Nintendo. And Avi Arid, which is just like the biggest red flag. Mm. You like Venom? No, 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 no. Do you like Venom 2? No, 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 no. Do you like Morbius? Yeah. Just kidding. No, no. (laughs) I guess he also produced the Spider-Verse movies. So he has that. He he does everything like Spider-Man. Sure, sure. He's kind of their um, their yeah one of their so Spider-Man. Does that mean, Spider-Man does that mean Link's gonna show up in the next Spider-Verse movie? No, it means Tom Holland is gonna be Link. <laughs> oh god, oh, that's probably actually. Tell me very I'm likely. wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. In three months, when it's announced that Tom Holland has been cast as Link, and the internet freaks out, rightfully so. 
<laughs> oh Freaks my out God. which way? I feel like the internet will be very happy about this. Uh, the memes will go crazy. That's all I know. They definitely will. But it's going to be really bad and according to some people really good because some people love Tom Holland. But yeah. he's, he's a great kid, great actor. But I hate this. This should not be a live action movie. I hate that the lesson they learned with Mario was we should make a live action Legend of Zelda movie. How is that? How is that a lesson I learned? How, how do you not go, wow, <laughs> this animated movie we made made a billion, made a billion dollars. dollars. Uh, Let's do some something completely different. Like, oh my gosh. And like, don't even get me started. It should be an anime. Like, I know I say that. I feel like I say that every week. Wait, Legend of Zelda. It's perfect for anime. It's got weird magic. It's got swords. Fast action. Who's your... Okay, who's your cast for a live action Legend of Zelda. I have no idea. It's impossible. I I honestly that is an honest answer. I think it is impossible. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Emily Blunt. <laughs> no, I do not want her near this. It's the one movie you wouldn't cast her in. Um like Link Zelda is, is where the line is drawn for Emily yeah, Blunt, yeah, yeah. just L- so we like, know. Link is a kid. Normally, and like it's just in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, where he's like, I think they say he's eighteen to twenty. Yeah, and you you know for a fact it's gonna be based on those. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, here's my pitch for an actor. Yeah, for an actor. I'm gonna say Jacob Tremblay before you say it. That's it's better than mine. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet would be my like. I I don't know who you like. It's impossible. He, he could. I think he he's the one who could do it, right? Like Link is an empty vessel at the end of the day. I don't know how you cast for an empty. We got that. We had the same problem with Master Chief. Like, sorry, Link does not have emotions. Well, if so, they, you have to you have to find someone who you can. You have to project them onto project him. them yeah. onto him, right? And yep. so I I think you have to have a high enough caliber actor to do that, or you. Make him a weird little Jacob Tremblay boy, right? Like, what, like that's fine. That be that could work, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know who you. I'm sure Zelda would probably be pretty easy to cast at the like. If I thought, if I had a list of actresses, well, Zelda's gonna go missing halfway through the movie, so I just think it would work. I think Tremblay, he's young, and he, I think he would work. If you, yeah, if you're if going, you're going the, if you're it, going for the younger, youngerish look, yeah, no, it doesn't I, mean I want the movie to happen, but no, like, no. I, I absolutely don't want this to happen, <laughs> and I want it to get canceled. <laughs> look, these days, or or maybe even just they'd be like, you know what? Actually, this might work better as an animated movie, and I'll be like, wow, they did the right thing. <laughs> they did. Hollywood did the right thing. Now they'll they make it. They'll me. make it and write it off. They, yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's not a WB movie. <laughs> Sony releases their movies. They don't care how bad it is. That's a good point. Yeah, that's true. That's an excellent point. That's My a goodness. Jared Leto as as Ganondorf. <laughs> <laughs> Just broke Luke. Oh no. I legit might not go see this movie. Like unless it comes out and it's like got just great reviews and people are like they pulled this off this is awesome yeah but if it's if it's even like at like 50 percent, i might not go see it 
I don't, I I don't think I'll it, be able to take it. A lot of it will come down to... Man, it, it, I mean, look, movies come down to so many different things. But if the writer and director understand the source material... Miyamoto is there. What? So what makes, I have a little faith with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but if they under... Yeah, if they kind of understand, here's what the core of The Legend of Zelda is and what it means. Look, it's not that hard. They've been doing the same thing for 20 years a retelling of the exact same story every time you know not quite the same loop don't shake your head at me like that (laughs) (laughs) it's really interesting because like i was i was watching people on twitch when like this was announced and Mm -hmm. they're talking about and they're like what story do you adapt and they're like ocarina of time i don't know could you do that it's like do you do wind waker like that was so good it's like it's going to be a two-hour movie. It's going to be princesses stolen, need to get a sword, kill bad guy. That's going to be the movie. Yeah. I've seen that movie, I think, like 80 times. You know what? They're all animated. <laughs> I hate this. Oh, I hate Luke it. hates this, and I'm sorry. Well, <sighs> we'll move on so you can end your suffering. Um, Tyler, did you have any news stories? Nope. Okay. Real quick in the chat, before we wrap up, uh, Baroque and Roller asks, are we taking bets on the next James Cameron movie to come back to theaters? Because all James Cameron movies are inevitably going to be re-released in theaters. What's the next one? Well, my my guess is going to be Terminator next year for its 30th anniversary. Oh, let's go, baby. So that, that sounds be, awesome. That would be mine. Can he just do Terminator 1 and 2? Two? Like as a double Wait, feature? He didn't... Yeah, he did Terminator 2. Okay, he didn't do Terminator 1. That was Ridley Scott, right? No. Who did Terminator 1? No, no, 1? that's... You're thinking of Alien and Aliens. Oh, that's right. I'm an idiot. It's okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be It's gonna be Terminator. It's gonna be Terminator. I want a Terminator double feature in theaters. It'd be so awesome. That would be awesome. And yeah, throw Terminator 2 in there. Why not? Dun, 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 dun. And then they can just do it again for Terminator 2's 30th anniversary or whenever that is. Like, they're both back. Six, seven years from now. I did my math wrong. It's the 40th anniversary. <laughs> you know, math is 84, hard. 84 yeah, to 24. Yeah. 40. Math yeah. is hard. So I was okay. like, I was not born before that date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 40 years old now. It's rounding down. Yeah, you rounding. Know, take that 40 right, yeah. So for the 40th anniversary... Of Terminator. Oh my gosh. That's that's crazy. That was four years ago. Anyways, um, we will maybe talk more about what we did uh, another day because we're coming up on two hours here. I gotta get home. And Tyler's gotta get home. If you want to partake in the conversation next week, I will definitely have Blue Eye Samurai finished. Yes, and I wanted to review that, but I, I actually think this is perfect because Luke and I will be able to review it again. Yeah. Uh, or not again. We'll be able to review it together mm-hmm. um, next week. Is so that animated? Looking forward to yeah. that. It is. It's, it's awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, very adult themed, just so you know. So I should watch it at work. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just put it on the, uh, in the conference rooms. Put it on. They're like 30 minute episodes? <laughs> no, they're, they're an like hour. an hour. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so until next week, thank you all for listening, watching, commenting. Um, we'll see you then. Goodbye.